It's amazing saying hi. Mexica. Yes. Hello and welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Um, you're only getting Dave uh, this episode, ladies and gents. I'm not sure if we have any ladies, but gents, uh, those of you listening will only be hearing the sultry sounds of my voice. Uh, Ralph is uh, has been uh, put down. Well, not put down. That's a bad thing to say. He's uh, on the sidelines with COVID. Uh, he's on the COVID list. He's on IR. Uh, we hope to have him back uh, next week after a couple positive uh, or negative COVID tests, rather. Uh, it's hit him pretty hard. His lovely bride, Claire, also has it, uh, but she hasn't got it as bad. Uh, so this episode is being brought to you by COVID, unfortunately. Um, I don't have too much to go into this week. We're going to go through the games, as always. You guys love going through the games with us. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit of playoff shenanigans. A couple games uh, had some playoff implications, and there was a wild game to end Week 18. I got to say it was probably the best Week 18 that I've ever seen. Um a lot, of, a lot of fun games to watch, some competitive games, uh, a couple of upsets, and then we've got some coaches getting fired. Uh, we've got some some draft picks uh, that we know are going to be happening. At least the top 18 are set. Um, and then also we'll talk about a playoff league uh, that Ralph has got together that I'm in. And uh, spoiler alert, Daddy's got the top pick. Uh, so while I'm going through all this uh, podcast shenanigans. I'm going to try and figure out who I'm going to take at the number one spot. So if you're listening, call in. Let me know who I should take. Uh, I'll explain that if you're not familiar. Um, so what's going on with me, you ask? Not too much. The boys have been heavy in basketball. Uh, we've been having basketball practice twice a week now, and they just had their first games last weekend. They went one and one. Uh, they play an hour game, and uh, the very first game they had, there was a kid, third grader, had to be five feet tall. I mean, this kid, all he had to do was put his hands up, and he had every single rebound. Uh, the kid sh- couldn't shoot to save his life, though, so uh, the boys had that going for him. But they did have uh, the opposing team had a, a few kids that had played for a couple of years. You can tell uh, one kid even tried to get fancy and go between his legs and make a shot. Um, so they were a little flustered in this, uh, first game, but they did rally in the second game and, uh, they, uh, played a a lot more inexperienced team of third graders and, uh, the boys came out ahead and won this one, um, in exciting fashion. One of the kids, Philip on the boys team even hit a buzzer beater. It's like everyone's yelling, put it up, put it up. And he just sunk it. It was beautiful. And uh, each of my boys scored at least two buckets in the second game. So uh, it was good to see them, you know, after every made shot, they'd celebrate for each other. They'd, uh, they'd do the, the gritty made famous by Justin Jefferson down the court. And uh, so it's a lot of fun to, to watch them get into basketball after they've had so much fun playing football. So now we're going to move on to basketball uh, so we had to practice tonight, working on some actual plays, which are going to be fun if they can actually figure that out. And then they've got two games this Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to do my best to uh, channel my uh, my inner Ralph. Uh, we've got some things to go, uh, things to get into, some stuff to unpack and unwrap. And as always, we're going to do some damage to your ear holes. So I do hope you've got some Q-tips on hand, some mineral oil as my grandma used to use. It kind of loosens everything up in there. So if you're not familiar with mineral oil, look into it. It's good stuff. 
Um, and I've figured out that today's uh, podcast is brought to you by the letters F and U, as in FU, COVID, and also by the number 14, because there's 14 teams that made the playoffs. Playoffs? Um, so yeah, I'm going to get into uh, this. It, this is probably going to go a little bit over an hour because I'm going to go through each game uh, and then I'll go through like if they fared, if they made it to the playoffs, uh, if they're, you know, what they're picking in the draft, if there's been some movement with coaches, GMs being let go. Uh, so this may go into the next hour. I don't know. I'm just free balling it here. We'll see what happens. Uh, the first game we had, and again, this is week 18 um, of the 17-game uh, season, 18 weeks. Um, so we uh, we had some teams um, overshoot their uh, – well, I'll, I'll explain as we get into it. But, so the first game we had the uh, Kansas City Chiefs beating uh, the Denver Broncos barely. Um, you know, none of the uh, the big guys really played a lot for the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes, you know, threw it 44 times uh, for 270 yards, two touchdowns. He was also the leading rusher, nine carries for 51 yards. Uh, the two touchdowns went to Kelsey and uh, McKinnon. Uh, McCole Hardman had eight for 103 off 11 targets. Uh, Tyreek Hill only managed three targets, caught one of them for only two yards. But, you know, you want to keep him... Uh, spry for the playoffs. Um, and uh, CEH did not play in this one. Hopefully they're going to rest him uh, for the playoffs as well. Uh, Derek Gore and, and Daryl Williams both had seven carries each. Uh, on the losing side, the Denver Broncos uh, drew Locke in a losing effort through for 162 yards. Mel Gordon uh, he had 12 carries. Javante Williams had 12 carries. However, Mel Gordon had 110 yards. Javante Williams only had 46. And Mel had a touchdown of his own. In fact, Mel's longest... I call him Mel. We got a pretty good vibe. Uh, Mel's longest run was 47 yards. That was longer than all of Williams's runs. And then Drew Locke did have uh, two touchdowns on the ground of his own. Uh, receiving game, really nothing to speak of. Uh, Tim Patrick had six for 95 on uh, 10 targets. So in the aftermath of this game, the Chiefs secured the number two seed. Uh, they're going to host Pittsburgh on Sunday. They have the number seven seed. Uh, and then uh, Denver will be picking number nine in the draft. And pretty much immediately after this game, they fired their coach, Vic Fangio. Uh, so uh, many people think that uh, the Denver Broncos are a desired um, team to go to, one of the top ones. A lot of teams, uh, a lot of uh, the pundits, uh, they feel that uh, they are just a quarterback away. Uh, so we'll see if they uh, are able to lure any free agent uh, QBs uh, over there. Um, you know, I've heard some talk of Aaron Rodgers possibly uh, going there. Uh, maybe Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson. Who knows? Uh, because they're not getting it done with Drew Locke or, uh, or hey, Teddy, don't you want to come to my birthday party? Yeah. Uh, so they need a quarterback. Uh, this draft is not really quarterback heavy. I doubt very much. Um, you know, they're going to go for a quarterback at number nine. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next game, we've got the Cowboys beaten up on the Eagles, 51-26. to uh, Cowboys finished the season 12-5. and Philly finishes 9-8. and Both made the playoffs. Uh, Dak Prescott throws for five touchdowns. Dak, where the hell was this when I needed you in Westeros playoffs? Uh, where was this? Uh, five touchdowns, 295 yards. Um, Zeke, 18 carries, 87 yards. Uh, Jaquan Hardy, welcome to the league, had a touchdown on the ground. And Edo Smith, uh, former Falcon, goes in for a touchdown as well. And uh, the receiving touchdowns are as follows. 
Cedric Wilson gets two on his five for 119 night. Uh, Corey Clement uh, has one. And then Dalton Schultz, the do-all tight end, also with two touchdowns. Amari Cooper, five for 79. CD's nuts only saw two targets, caught them both for 45 yards. Amari Crapper also, incidentally, uh, was fined by the league because he broke uh, protocol at a uh, Mavericks game. He's not vaccinated. He wasn't wearing a mask. You silly goose. You got to follow along. Follow the rules, sir. Uh, the Eagles, the losers. Uh, Minshew, 19 for 33 for 186. Two touchdowns and an INT. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell uh, gained pretty well in his 12 carries. He had 78 yards, 6.5 average. Manners of Tutty, uh, Quez Watkins, and Tyree Jackson had the touchdowns. Uh, Quez Watkins went 5 for 84 as the big receiver for Philly. Uh, they had a lot of players out with COVID who are now back. I, Goddard didn't play. I know he had the vid and a couple of the players. So uh, playoff-wise... Dallas with the number three seed. They'll host San Fran on Sunday. And then Philly nab the seven seed. And uh, their reward is to go visit uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Brady, and the Bucks on Sunday. Uh, Philly also, in the playoffs, they still manage two picks in the top 18 uh, from previous trades. So they're going to get the number 15 pick. Uh, that came from Miami uh, when they had moved up. And then uh, number 16 from Indy, uh, that'll be from the Carson Wentz trade that worked out so well for the Colts. I think uh, Wentz had to play a certain amount of plays, like 75% or so, and the pick went to Philly, and the pick does go to Philly. Uh, moving on, we've got the Steelers beating the Ravens. The Steelers needed a lot of help uh, to get into the playoffs. Um, I think I saw somewhere before this game they had like an 8% chance to even make the playoffs. Um, so uh, Big Ben. So again, 16-13. Um, the Steelers go on to win 9-7-1 uh, is their final record. Uh, Baltimore's record, 8-9. Just terrible. I got a little stat for you with that. Uh, but Claypool had three carries for 33 yards. Uh, nothing really done on the ground. It was all done through the air. Big Ben, 244, a touchdown and an INT. The touchdown went to Chase Claypool. Uh, Fryermuth had six for 53. Deontay Johnson had seven for 51. And uh, Ray Ray McLeod and Najee Harris both had four receptions. For the losers, uh, Tyler Huntley, not a good game, 141 and two INTs. Uh, Latavius Murray did manage 150 yards and a touchdown on the ground. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, through the air, not too much. Uh, it was just Mark Andrews, 8 uh, for 85. Uh, the rest were pretty much garbage. Um, and a little uh, thing on Najee Harris. You guys know how much I love Najee Harris. Um, he finished his rookie season with 381 touches. And that didn't just beat all the rookies. That beat any other player in the league. 381 touches. And the best part, he had zero fumbles. It is the second most touches by a player in a single season in NFL history without a fumble. And he did it as a rookie. He is going to have a very bright future. And I am happy to have him in quite a few leagues. I uh, love that guy. Uh, and then speaking of Najee Harris, I did have a bold prediction back in the preseason, um, I am going to wait until me and Ralph are back at full strength uh, before we do the deep dives on our bold predictions and kind of see <clears throat> where we landed. I know a few uh, still have to wait uh, because I'm still backing my uh, Buffalo Rams uh, Super Bowl. Uh, so that's uh, still uh, still going. And then the uh, the Ravens, let's talk about how bad their season was. They are the first team in NFL history to start the season 8-3 and three and finish with a losing record. It didn't help that was a, there was an extra game added on, you know, being 17 games. 
you know, they could have finished eight and eight, uh, but no. So they started eight and three. Uh, the wheels fell off after Lamar Jackson goes and gets hurt, and they just can't right the ship. I mean, it wasn't just Lamar. You know, they had uh, they've been calling every uh, running back out there. You know, uh, Devonta Freeman's in there. They even had, uh, yeah, obviously Latavius Murray. Uh, so hopefully next year uh, we got a guy named, just kidding, Dobbins, that's hopefully working those legs out and uh, getting ready for next year. Uh, so as I said earlier, Pittsburgh will visit KC as a number seven seed. And uh, Baltimore in the draft will pick number 14. Lord knows they don't need a running back. Uh, next game, we've got the Bengals losing to the Browns. Uh, the Bengals finished the year 10-7. and seven. Browns finished the year 8-9. and nine. The Bengals are playoff bound. They won the AFC North. Uh, those guys beat up on each other quite a bit, and uh, they came out ahead. So congratulations to Cincy, all these young players they've got. It's a lot of fun to watch these guys. Uh, Brandon Allen gets to start. Uh, they sit Burrow, rest up for the uh, playoffs. I know he was banged up a little bit, so it was a good idea to rest him when they had the playoffs all locked up. So Brandon Allen really only has a touchdown through the air. That goes to Chris Evans, Captain America, uh, the rookie. Uh, Trent Taylor, two catches, 41 yards. Jamar Chase, two catches, 26 yards. And that's pretty much it. Nothing really on the ground. Chris Evans, seven for 35. So the rookie getting some play for the winners. Case Minneapolis Miracle Keenum uh, goes for two touchdowns and an INT. Dearness Johnson, 25 carries, 130, 123 yards, um, and a touchdown. Nick Chubb didn't really do much. Uh, Jarvis Landry and Demetric Felton had the touchdowns. Landry went six for 75. Cincinnati would be the number four seed. Uh, they will host the Raiders. We'll get to them a little bit later, but they host the Raiders on Saturday. And Cleveland, for all their troubles this year, will pick number 13. And we'll get to see what kind of drama they have in the offseason with Baker Mayfield and his surgery and how everything is going to go. Uh, next, we have those losers in Green Bay. The Packers lose to the Lions. Uh, now you guys know how it feels coming from a Vikings fan, coming from a Cardinal fan. Uh, the pack finished 13 and four. The Lions finished 313 and Uno. Uh, interesting to note here, the Lions were up at halftime. Uh, they had pulled out some trickeration. Uh, Tom Kennedy had a great pass. Uh, for a touchdown to Khalif Raymond, uh, some uh, some trickeration going on, some trickery, some some tomfoolery, and some uh, skullduggery. Uh, so that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Goff finished with two touchdowns, just shy of 240 yards. DeAndre Swift, welcome back, had a touchdown on the ground. Uh, but it was the sun god, Amon Ra, St. Brown. Eight catches, 109 yards, a touchdown. Khalif Raymond with that long touchdown, finished four for 101. And Brock Wright, their, what, 10th string tight end, finished two uh, for 51 and a touchdown. So three touchdowns for those three young bucks. And DeAndre Swift also added four receptions. So hopefully DeAndre Swift can stay healthy going into next year. Uh, I mean... The Lions do have a pretty uh, bright future ahead of them, you know, with DeAndre Swift, with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, you know, they've got uh, some guys that are on IR that can definitely help them as well. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens with them. But as far as the Packers go, in a losing effort, um, A-Rodge, only two touchdowns. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then uh, Jordan Love comes in. Uh, throws a touchdown, throws two interceptions. Uh, he's pretty much a, a waste of space out there. My kid, uh, Nolan, who's the Packer fan, uh, <laughs> was not happy that the Packers sent out the second string. And I had to explain to him, <clears throat> they've already got the first seed locked up. You don't want any of their starters to get hurt. Uh, they, do, they did welcome back Bakhtiari as well. Uh, they're amazing offensive linemen. So he's back just in time for the playoffs. 
Uh, so Lazard has two touchdowns. Degora has a touchdown. Uh, but really, they're uh, just tuning up. They're licking their wounds. They're resting up. Uh, Roger says his toe is going to be good by uh, when they play after the bye. Uh, so they do lock down the number one seed in the NFC, despite the loss still. Uh, so they get a bye and home field advantage throughout. And the Lions uh, will pick number two in the draft. They've got a lot of positions of need. Uh, so we'll see uh, who they go with. On to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. Tennessee, Houston. Uh, Tennessee wins 28-25. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, in a winning effort, goes with four touchdowns to four different receivers. Uh, Nick Westbrook-Akini uh, had some big catches in this game, four for 78, a touchdown. A.J. Brown, four for 66, touchdown. Julio Jones, five for 58, a touchdown. Anthony Ferkser, four for 56, and a touchdown. So all the big guys <clears throat> had a touchdown. Uh, and then Deontay Foreman uh, went uh, 21 for 69. He had some pretty tough runs. Um, I, I was watching this game a little bit, and the holes on the offensive line and the defensive line were massive. Ralph, in his COVID state, could probably still run through these holes that they were making. Um so Tennessee wins. They finished 12-5, and five, by the way. Uh, Davis Mills, in a losing effort, goes for three touchdowns and just shy of 300 yards. Um, so we got to think, uh, is he the QB of the future? Has he done enough? Uh, obviously, they're going to part ways with Watson whenever they can because he doesn't want to come back. Um, and then uh, as for their rushing, David Johnson, we have a sighting, 5 for 28. Rex Burkhead, 12 for 24. Uh, they did lock up Burkhead for a couple years, I think I saw. Question mark? Uh, so they like what they see with uh, with Sexy Rexy. Oh, Rexy, you're so sexy. Uh, so we'll see if uh, he does anything as a potential starter. Who knows? Uh, Danny Amendola goes uh, 7 catches, 113 yards, 2 touchdowns. Uh, Chris Moore has a touchdown as well. Brandon Cooks didn't do much. Uh, but, I mean, what can you expect? you got nothing to play for. I mean, this guy's been around a ton. Uh, so Tennessee, they secure the number one seed in the AFC. They get a bye. They get a home field advantage. Houston has a number three pick in the draft. And uh, actually today, Thursday, the 13th, they just fired their head coach, David Culley, after just one year. Um, they totally set this guy up to fail. Uh, no Deshaun Watson. Just, uh, the I mean, the organization's not run well to begin with. And uh, they go ahead and fire him. I mean, like, making him the scapegoat for other troubles. Uh, so not cool at all, Houston. Um, the guy should have deserved another chance. Uh, especially if they're going to keep David Mills, you know, have those two tied to the hip and see how they do going forward. Um, but David Culley, he gone. Uh, Houston, not a very desirable location to go to, maybe. Um, but they do have the third pick, so maybe they can find a, a cornerstone there in the draft. Who knows? Uh, on to the uh, second most fun game of the week. We had the Colts losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So here's why this game is so funny to me. The Jaguars hate their GM. The fans cannot stand their GM. They they call him a clown, right? So some fans actually went to the game dressed up as a clown in honor of their GM, Balky. I think his name is B-A-L-K-E. Balky. His name even sounds like how the team played. Um, and... Uh, they're throughout the game. You know they do all these quizzes in the in the stands, and this this chick got up there and was like yeah, given options A, B, and C. She said, "I'll go with option D, which is fire Balky." Fantastic. Um, so all the Colts had to do in this game was win, and they were in. That's it. Jacksonville. I don't know if you guys know this. Worst team in the NFL. Yeah. They had two wins before they played the Colts. All the Colts had to do was win the GD game. 
Jacksonville wins 26-11. Trevor Lawrence went ahead and played his best game. At one point, I believe, in this game, he was 11 for 11. Uh, He was on a roll. Him and Marvin Jones were clicking. You know, this was what they were hoping to have all season, and they got it in the very last game. Um, he was targeted eight times, caught seven of them for 88 yards and a touchdown. Megaquan even uh, manages a touchdown as well. And uh, Lavishka Chenault, we love Chenault. Uh, he had five for 62, uh, hoping he's going to be a, a big guy next year. But, I mean, they just had a lot of injuries this year. And obviously with Urban Meyer as a terrible head coach, um so we'll see what they do next year. But, uh, again, the Colts, uh, embarrassing loss. Uh, the uh, the GI, or the owner, I forgot his, uh, his name, but uh, he is absolutely mortified of this game. Um, coach doesn't even want to talk about Carson Wentz. Uh, Wentz goes 17-29, a touchdown on INT. Jonathan Taylor, you'd think he'd be running all over this Jacksonville defense. He didn't. 15 for 77, no touchdowns. Pittman uh, was the lone gem, 6 for 61, and a touchdown. Now, the reason why this game is so important, it sets up another game that was held later in the day on Sunday, and I'll get to that in a bit, but all Indy had to do was win, and they're in. Because they didn't, there was a very important game played that I'll get to. Um so a couple of things in this game. The Colts, who missed the playoffs, played more minutes with a lead this season than the Packers or the Titans, both number one seeds. The, the Colts played 562 minutes with the lead. The Packers played 521. The Titans played 490. So the Colts this year, only going 9-8, and eight, played so much more time with the lead. That's just unbelievable. The Jags again finished three and fourteen this season. All three wins were against teams with a winning record. So they definitely played up to their competition. And uh Jonathan Taylor, here's uh something that's even more depressing than losing to Jacksonville. Uh Jonathan Taylor is the first league rushing champ to not reach the playoffs since MJD, Maurice Jones-Drew, did it in 2011. Used to love Maurice Jones-Drew. little bowling ball. Um, so that's definitely uh, an indictment on this franchise. Uh, just terrible. Uh, and Jacksonville has the first overall pick in the draft. Some promising uh, defensive linemen coming out. Uh, so they may want to get that shored up. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, it's nothing really um, to celebrate my Vikings beating the Bears to climb to 8 and 9. Bears fall to 6 and 11. The Vikings win 31 17. Uh, I believe the, uh, the Bears had jumped out early in this game, too. And uh, the Vikings had to claw their way back against Andy Dalton and the Bears. Yuck. Um, Cousins has three touchdowns. They go to uh, Justin Jefferson, Amir Smith-Marset, K.J. Osborne. Uh, J.J. and uh, Amir Smith-Marset both go over the century mark. Dalvin Cook, 14 for 79. Uh, I heard uh, Dalvin Cook is looking at changing his number next year to number four and he'd even like to get that changed for the pro bowl so uh that'd be pretty cool having cook running with number four um not sure if he wore it in college probably not an homage to Favre, but uh looking to change his number uh for the losers dalton throws for 325 but a only one touchdown two interceptions uh montgomery 20 for 72 uh, this game was pretty much the Darnell Mooney show. The only thing he didn't catch was a touchdown. Went to Damian Williams, but Darnell Mooney had 16 targets. Caught 12 for 126 yards. That kid is going to be great going forward. So hopefully him and Fields 
have a, a great off season together. Uh, after this game, uh, obviously the the Bears fired Matt Nagy. He had to go, just had to go. The Bears are a classy organization. They've never fired a coach in season. They always wait till after the season is over. So he's gone. GM Ryan Pace, he gone. They're starting from scratch. Uh, the Vikings also fired their decision maker and head coach. So had uh, Zimmer. Um, gonna miss you, man. Great defensive mind. Um, they probably held on to maybe a season. Uh, too late, a season too much, whatever. But Zimmer's gone, and then they also fired Rick Spielman, so they're gonna be looking for a new GM. And Minnesota has the twelfth pick in the draft. I don't mention the Bears because they traded their pick away for uh, moving up the field. So, um, hopefully the Vikings. I don't know what they need: offensive line, defensive line, linebacker. Now they're good at linebacker. But uh, pick 12. So we'll see what happens with that. Moving on. Terrible game with one terrible team. Uh, The Washington team beat the Giants in an NFC East battle of the Titans. Not really. Uh, Washington climbs to 7-10. Giants fall to 4-13. They're just a horrible team. Uh, Taylor Heineke throws for 120. Uh, and Tony Gibson, we call him the Swiss Army Knife. 21 carries, 146 yards, one touchdown. Uh, he had an awesome game on the ground. And uh, Scary Terry goes for four for 93. That's really all they need uh, to go ahead and uh, beat up on those Giants. So it was one touchdown and, and five field goals is all they could muster. Uh, and then Jake Fromm. Uh, what can you say that hasn't been said about this kid? Uh, really in an impossible situation. The, the team's got injuries. Um, they don't play well together. Their coach, Joe Judge, didn't care about anything. There was a third and nine they had. They were in the back. Uh, they were Their back was to their own end zone. And uh, Joe Judge calls a, a, <laughs> a QB sneak on third and nine. Oh, the fans love to boo their coaches here. Um, so Fromm doesn't do much. A touchdown, two interceptions, not much on the ground. Touchdown goes to Slayton. Nobody had over four receptions. Um, they need a lot of a lot of help in uh, in New York, and hopefully they'll see it in the draft. Uh, the Giants do have picks number five and number seven. Uh, that was the pick that Chicago traded to move up to get Fields last year. Uh, and then they also fired Joe Judge, uh, which was not a surprise to anyone. Gettleman, their GM, he retires. Uh, he takes the high road. They probably gave him the option. Either you retire or we're going to fire your way. So uh, they went ahead and fired him. And then uh, so the Giants got a first-round pick, and they used it on uh, Kadarius Tony. And then they had uh, Kenny Galladay as the highest-paid wide receiver in free agency. Uh, he was paid $72 million over four years. Neither of them scored a touchdown this season, so they're off to a great start. So whoever inherits this team, lug out. And then Washington picks number 11 in the draft. Uh, moving on, we've got the Saints playing the Falcons. Um Saints win 30 to 20. Saints finish 9 and 8, but out of the playoffs, Atlanta finishes 7 and 10. Somehow they managed 7 wins with this team. I don't know how they did it, but congratulations to Art Smith for pulling this all together. Uh the losers, the uh the Falcons, Matt Ryan, who wants to be back, he wants to stay with the Falcons. Uh throws for a touchdown, has an INT. Kadri Olsen one rush, 19 yards and a touchdown. Good for you. And then the uh, touchdown went to Russell Gage, Trudy Air, Nine reception, 126 yards, one touchdown. The only receiver that really did anything for the Falcons. Uh, for the Saints, the winning team, we had uh, Taysom Hill throw a touchdown. Trevor Simeon threw two touchdowns. Kamara ran all over the place, 30 carries. Uh, that would have been a lot of points in a point-per-carry league. 
146 yards. He also had two catches. Uh, but Traquan Smith had a touchdown. Adam Troutman, welcome back, had a touchdown. And Juwan Johnson also had a touchdown. And uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, I just like saying that. He caught one on one target uh, for 26 yards. Uh, and then here's an interesting stat that I found on the old computer box. Uh, somehow the uh, 2021 Atlanta Falcons did not allow a single play over 40 yards the entire 17-game season. No other team has had less than three since at least 1996. <clears throat> I mean, is their defense that good or just lucky? Uh, so they did not allow a single play over 40 yards the entire 17-game season. Uh, New Orleans will pick 18 in the draft. They were the best of the worst. Uh, Atlanta is going to pick number Eight. They damn sure don't need a tight end. That's for sure. Kyle Pitts has that position locked up for quite some time. Uh, next game will go the Jets visiting the Bills. The Jets uh, finish 4-13, losing to the Bills 27-10. The Bills finish the season 11-5. The losers, Zach Wilson, seven completions on 20 attempts for 87 yards. He was sacked. Are you guys sitting down? He was sacked eight times for 79 yards, meaning he had <clears throat> five yards passing when it's all factored. Oof. Um, not much on the ground. Keenan Cole, Keelan Cole, caught a touchdown. Three receptions, 54 yards. Nobody else had over two receptions because he only completed seven. Uh, the Bills obviously won this one. If they lost, I mean, oof. Uh, but they did lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, so anything's possible. Anything's possible! It's for all my homies in soda. Uh, Josh Allen uh, went for 239. Two touchdowns, no sacks. He kept his jersey clean, unlike Zach Wilson. Singletary on the ground, 19 carries, 88 yards, one touchdown. And also managed a touchdown at Trudier. And then Digsy, nine receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. My guys Knox and Davis both had, both had three touchdowns for about 50 and 40 yards apiece, respectively. And Zach Moss even get in, got in on the action with two receptions. So the Bills will be in the number three seed. Uh, they will host New England on Saturday. And the Jets, uh, to fix their uh, some of their holes, or fill some of their holes, rather, uh, they will pick number four because they were the fourth worst team. And they also have the number 10 pick from Seattle. Uh, that was from the Jamal Adams trade in 2020 that has panned out Horribly for Seattle. Jamal uh, Jamal Adams, trash this year. Garbage. Jamal Adams, if you don't like that, you come find me. You've been trash this year. Moving on. Uh, we've got the Patriots finished 10-7 and seven on the year. They lose to the Miami Dolphins, nah, uh, who finished 9-8. and eight, uh, And just out of the playoffs also. 33-24 uh, was the final score. Tua. One touchdown through the air. Uh, Duke Johnson, 25 carries, 117 yards. He had a touchdown. Uh, Jalen Waddell, of course, caught the receiving touchdown. He had five for 27 yards. Uh, over on the uh, losing side, Mac Jones threw one, was picked off once. Brandon Bolden had a touchdown on the ground. Damian Harris had a touchdown on the ground. And Brandon Bolden also had a touchdown through the air. Hunter Henry went 5 for 86. Um, <clears throat> you know, I like to do uh, <clears throat> some research. I like to find fun stats. Uh, here's one that's going to blow your balls off, guys. The Miami Dolphins are 9-0 against starting quarterbacks with O's in their last name. And they are 0-8 against starting quarterbacks who do not 
have an O in their last name. Ooh, let me break that down. In week one, Mac Jones, O in the last name. They had a win. Week two, Josh Allen, no O, they lost. Week three, Derek Carr, no O, they lost. Week four, Carson Wentz, no O, they lost. Tom Brady, no O, they lost. Week six, Trevor Lawrence, no O, they lost. Week seven, Matt Ryan, you guessed it, no O, they lost. Week eight again, Josh Allen, no O, they lost. Tyrod Taylor, oh, they won. That was week nine. Week 10, Lamar Jackson, they won. Week 11, Joe Flacco, they won. Week 12, Cam Newton, they won. Week 13, Mike Glennon, they won. Week 14 is a bye week. Week uh, 15, Zach Wilson, oh, there's an O, they won. Week uh, 16, Ian Book, a double O, they won. Week 17, Ryan Tannehill, no O, they lose. Week 18, Mac Jones, another W because he has a friggin' O in his last name. How crazy is that? Uh, the Dolphins also, again, the only team ever to have a seven-game losing streak in a season and then a seven-game winning streak in a season. It was all those damn O's that did it. Uh, so the Patriots, again, will have the number six seed. They'll visit the Bills, the number three seed Saturday. And then uh, Miami went ahead and fired head coach Brian Flores after two straight winning seasons. He did not get along with Tua, did not get along with the uh, owner or the GM, uh, so he had to go. He is definitely going to find another team to coach. Uh, I guarantee it. All right, moving on. We got the Panthers losing to the Buccaneers, 17 to 41. Panthers finished 3 and 12. They had a, I'm sorry, <clears throat> 5 and 12. They had a rough season. Uh Tampa Bay finishes 13 and 4. Sam Darnold, uh terrible quarterback on a terrible team, terrible stats. 219, two touchdowns, one INT. No run game to speak of. Uh Robbie Anderson gets a touchdown and Chuba Hubbard Chuba, Hubba Bubba Chuba Hubbard gets a touchdown as well. Uh, DJ Moore had seven for 87. Amir Abdullah had nine for 56. For the winners, Tom Brady, 326 yards, three touchdowns. Scotty Miller had a rushing touchdown. Kishan Vaughn had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans had two receiving touchdowns. And Le'Veon Bell. Joins the one 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 club had a touchdown as well. Welcome back to the one 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 club, Lev Bell. Uh, Rob Gronkowski here's a, a fun thing to note. Uh, in this game, uh, he needed to hit some um, some key stats uh, in order to get a bonus this year. He had two bonuses in sight, uh, both for five hundred thousand. He was one catch away from getting uh, his catch incentive. And uh, Tom Brady said, uh-uh, I ain't going out until my man Rob gets his incentive for his catches. Uh, so Brady uh, finally got him the ball, got his incentive for the, the million for the year, and all is right with the world. Uh, so congratulations for Rob Gronkowski, million dollars richer. Wish I could say that. Uh, Mike Evans, you know how much I hate Mike Evans, right? Big, uh, big old tub of goo. Uh, he has now started his NFL career with eight straight 1,000-yard seasons. No player in NFL history has had more than six, and he's still only 28 years old. Um, it's a pretty good start to his career. So the Bucks wrap up the number two seed, and they'll host Philadelphia on Sunday. Carolina will pick number six in the draft. Uh, next game, we've got the Seahawks beating up on the Cardinals. Uh, and it was at home, obviously, so the Cardinals are going to lose. They were 3-5 and five at home, finished 11-6. and uh, six. Uh, The Seahawks finish 7-10. and 10. Russell Wilson goes three touchdowns with an INT. Uh, Rashad Penny, uh, 23 carries, 190 yards. 190 yards. He had a touchdown as well. And Russell Wilson had a touchdown of his own. 
Tyler Lockett went for five for 98, two touchdowns. Freddie Swain had a touchdown as well. Uh, the losers, losers, Kyler Murray had a touchdown through the air. James Conner had a touchdown on the ground. And uh, James Conner also caught Kyler Murray's pass for a touchdown. Zach Ertz went seven for 84. Uh, Arizona locks up the number five seed, and they will visit the Rams on Monday. We're ramming it. We're always ramming it. Uh, next up, we've got the 49ers visiting the Rams. 27-24. to The Niners win to sneak into the playoffs. Good God almighty. Uh, the Rams finished 12-5 and for the season. Uh, Jimmy G, 316, a touchdown, two INTs. Uh, Debo Samuel, this guy does it all. He uh, runs touchdowns. He catches touchdowns. He throws touchdowns. I love it. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had 85 yards on the ground. Debo Samuel had a rushing touchdown. And Juwan Jennings had two, count them, two touchdowns for the Niners. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had six for 107. For the Rams, who stubbed their toe at home against the Niners, uh, Matt Stafford went uh, three touchdowns versus two INTs. Sony Michelle, not much on the ground. Uh, but Cooper Cup goes and gets seven for 118 and a touchdown. And Tyler Higby, big bad tight end, gets two touchdowns. So now I've got uh, the first pick uh, in this playoff thing. And I'm debating and taking Cooper Cup. Um, obviously, they're my pick to, uh, to go to the Super Bowl. So if I have faith, why not get the guy who won the Triple Crown? I think he did at least. Receptions, yards, touchdowns. Um, so I'm really debating going with, uh, with Cooper Cup. Uh, but Debo Samuel uh, was fifth in receiving yards on the season with 1405. <clears throat> Six rushing touchdowns of more than 10 yards. That was tied for first in the NFL. And he leads the NFL in yards per reception with 18.3. <clears throat> so he had a fantastic year, and we'll look to see more of that in the playoffs. That'll be fun. Maybe I'll snatch him up in the uh, playoff pool as well. Uh, so San Fran will be the number six seed visiting Dallas on Sunday, the number three seed. And the Rams again host the Cardinals on Monday. <clears throat> and finally, we get to my favorite game of the week, um, the Chargers and the Raiders. So here's the setup, right? If somehow the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Colts, the Chargers and Raiders, if they tie, they both get in. That's how everything shook out. And uh, people were saying, there is no way the Jaguars are going to beat the Colts. It's not going to happen. This is just a mood point, as Joey Tribbiani says. Uh, it's never going to happen. Well, guess what? It happened. The Jags beat the Colts, and here we are. Uh, we have... Uh, I didn't watch this game. I wish I would have watched this game because uh, I would have been yelling at the TV in overtime. So the game goes overtime, right? Two teams, if they tie, they both go to the playoffs. They go to overtime, and they both kick field goals in overtime, so it's still tied. And it's getting down to the end of the game. The Raiders are running the ball, pretty much running out the clock, right? And they're kind of in field goal range, kind of not in field goal range. Uh, but I believe it's third down, somewhere in there. And uh, they're, they're set to run again. And the Chargers call a timeout because they want to win this game. They want to get the punt, and they want to win. So all of a sudden, the Raiders, who even said before this timeout was called by Staley, they were going to kneel. They were going to take the tie. They were both going to make the playoffs. But Staley in all his analytic glory, has to call a timeout because he wants to win the game all of a sudden. 
And the Raiders get pissed that he's trying to win the game. So they go get the first down and they kick a field goal. And they win. And they make the playoffs. And Justin Herbert, in his amazing season, they go home. And the Steelers make the playoffs instead. The Steelers, again, had an 8% chance of making the playoffs. Their playoffs hinged on Jacksonville beating the Colts and these teams not tying. Unbelievable. And then after the game, the players reacted. And even uh, Justin Herbert on the sideline was uh, seen mouthing, I never wanted to tie so bad. Um, So this finish to this week makes it my favorite week 18 of all time. Uh, And I think it's going to be talked about a lot. And uh, I wish Ralph would have been here to go over this because it would have been great to talk about. But uh, again, tie, they would have made it. They couldn't manage a tie because Staley just wanted to to get those analytics and and get that win. So um, just unbelievable. Another unbelievable thing, and then I'm going to take a break and then talk about this playoff league. But uh, this year... Uh, get ready for this circle of uh, life thing in the NFL. Uh, the Niners beat the Rams twice. The Rams beat the Seahawks twice. The Seahawks beat the Niners twice. Yeah, it's crazy. Why aren't the Cardinals in there? Because everyone beat the Cardinals at home, so it doesn't even matter. The Cardinals are a moot point. So the Niners beat the Rams. The Rams beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks beat the Niners. It's a perfect circle. Um, so stick around. I got this playoff thing to talk about. And uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, I'll be back in uh, two and two. Enough of that Rammstein, those German crazies. Um, I don't know if we've ever played Rammstein here on Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. Uh, But there you go. A little bit of Rammstein for your ear holes. And uh, welcome back to segment two. Uh, It'll probably be a a brief segment. Uh, We're just going to, and by we I mean me, uh, just going to touch on a, uh, a playoff league that has started I believe we've done this. This is now the third uh, league we've done this now. Possibly, maybe, question mark? I know last year Ralph won it. Uh, he had the the picks to win it. Uh, he did uh, pretty good. Uh, so this year, it is a seven-team playoff, uh, and it's winner-take-all. And it'll be a snake draft. Uh, we'll announce our picks on WhatsApp, uh, so you kind of really got to watch who's been picked and who's left. There really isn't a draft board uh, anywhere on the app, so you may have to make your own um, or just identify who you want and go from there. Uh, who knows? Um, but again, I will be getting the first pick, and I think I'm going to go uh, Cooper Cup, but uh, here's uh, how it breaks down. So um, you pick nine players. There's no bench. Uh, there's no waivers. 
There's no trades. So the nine you get are the nine you get. Um, so you need to pick uh, players you think whose teams are going to go far into the playoffs. Um, also, you know, if you pick a, a Titan or a Packer, uh, you don't get any points for week one. Uh, or for the, yeah, for the first week of the playoffs because they get a bye. Uh, so if you pick Derrick Henry and you think he's going to come back with a vengeance, uh, you're only going to get him in round two. So, um, and likewise, you know, if you pick a team like uh, the Steelers, uh, who probably are not going to fare very well against uh, the Chiefs, you know, if you pick anybody like Najee Harris, for instance, um, you may only get him for one game. So uh, it's all about picking the players on the team who you think is going to go the distance. And uh, for me, you know, I think it's going to be Rams and Bills. And I really do think that. Um, so I, I am leaning towards Cup. Uh, so we'll see if uh, going through all this. I'm going to go through the scoring so you guys have an idea. It's pretty standard scoring. Four points for passing touchdown, uh, rushing and receiving touchdowns, both six points. Uh, each passing yard is worth 0 .05 points. Uh, so that means for every 100 yards, you get five points. Um, 0.54 reception and uh, an interception or a fumble loss is negative two. Uh, and it's team defense, so it's not an IDP. An IDP would be a lot of fun. Uh, but that would be a little bit more to come up with. Um, so it's just, you know, pretty standard team uh, defense scoring. Uh, so two points for safety. Uh, defensive touchdown, six points. I'm guessing that goes for special teams as well. Uh, interception, fumble recovery, block kick, sack are all a point. A shutout is nine points. Uh, Ten points or less is six. Twenty points or less is three, anything over 20. You get nothing for those. Extra point for kickers is one point. Field goal under 50 yards is three points. Field goal over 50 yards is five points. A missed kick is one point. Um, and the seven that are competing, we've got me picking first. Ta-dog! Picking at two. Will picking three. I'm trying to figure out who Will is. Uh, Will's not ringing the bell. Um, Les uh, from Frozen at four. Ralph picking at five. James picking at six. And Zach, uh, a.k.a. Ralph's better co-host, is picking seventh. Uh, shout out to Dominate Day to Day. That's their podcast where they try to make everything better with your life. Maybe love. I don't know if they've done love or love life or they've gotten into six yet. No idea. Uh, but they dominate your day, day to day. And it's uh, one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one flex, one defense, and one kicker. So uh, you just got to weigh who you think's going to go the distance versus, um, you know, how you think the, the playoffs are going to shake out. So it's... It's really interesting to see who some people pick. Uh, I know uh, last year, I believe, uh, Kamara was the first pick. can't believe I'm remembering this. Um, I had second pick. Did I pick Adams? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure Ralph picked um, Kelsey wherever he went. Uh, but we've got, you know, Kelsey and Kittle in the playoffs now, big tight ends. Um, but there's no tight end premium. So if you want to lock down the, the tight end, you know, Ralph may go Kelsey 1-5. We shall see. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Uh, I think I'm going to lock in my, my pick with Cup. Uh, we can pick... Uh, or should I go Tyreek Hill? I don't know. Uh, I have some time to pick. It's supposed to start tomorrow, Friday, uh, but I can put my pick in uh, whenever I feel like it. So, um, 
I think that's pretty much going to do it, guys. Uh, I really appreciate you sticking through, going through all the games, going through the playoffs here. Again, this last season was a lot of fun. And now we head towards the playoffs after the playoffs is uh, postseason uh, or postseason, offseason, getting ready for the draft. Um, so more to come with that. Um, and as always, you know, we are always going to try better. Um, that's always our main goal. At least mine anyways. Let me hit play on this. Uh, we're going to have Rage play me out. Uh, so again, uh, for Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, I've been Dave. We've been Ralphless today. I know last week was uh, he was in Ohio, uh, so we had to go remotely again. So hopefully next week he kicks his COVID thing and we finally get to record face-to-face again. Um, I may have a, a cigar tonight in honor of, uh, of Ralph. Um, so there you have it, guys. Again, going to try to do better next time. And uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. Mexico.